Never mind. <laughs> Yeah. 
So if everybody wants to go go ahead over to the Arizona Initiatives page or to Justin Hackert's page, um, that's Hackert, H-A-C-K-E-R-T, Justin Hackert, and bug the holy living shit out of him, that would be awesome <laughs> because cause it's his birthday. As clumsy as he is stupid. <laughs> um, it's also my dad's birthday in two days, so that's pretty cool, too. Uh, and I also, just, yeah, I also just realized that means that means. Hey, did you know that that most of those uh, last? Hey, you know what? He accidentally did that. I was like, oh. Did you know that most of those old laugh tracks and and applause tracks are uh, people from like the 40s and 50s that are reused? Are you serious? So yeah. these are all like dead people that that we are okay. That's I think that was chill. <laughs> okay, that's we gotta chill with the. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. I don't get that you must chill, bud. We get it. We get it. Oh my um, god! Right, every three seconds. Yeah. Um, your dad, by the yeah, way. So we gotta get your just, dad back on there, please. Yeah, I know, right? I just realized actually that Justin is a uh, he's a Taurus, which makes a lot of sense. So. <laughs> Good job out there. Just wanted to give y'all a little, you know, little dittos there. 
telling y'all, great job, good job. Keep it going. Thank you, sir. We really do appreciate that. It, you know, sometimes yeah. uh, I know I know you know what we mean by this, but sometimes like you're doing the right thing, you're doing it all year long, you know, all decade long, whatever, however long you're doing it, and then you suddenly you know realize that it's not what the rest of the world's doing. And it kind of beats you down. Uh, uh, trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah, I got to remember. Uh, I'm I'm in New Orleans. Yeah. And St. Bernard Parish, and yeah, I see a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times, I'm like, um, "Am I right in the head for trying to help?" You know. <laughs> yeah. Some it's some so people out that I do. <laughs> it, it sucks that doing the right thing makes you feel like you're like an outcast. It really sucks, and I I wonder how it got like that. You know, I really have to wonder how how we transitioned from a culture that mostly helped each other out in just, like, what, 30 or 40 short years to a culture that just does not give a flying fuck, you know? Right. <laughs> but there right. are good guys but out there. There's good where, people out there. You know, this is where it turns around, though, you know, this whole thing. It feels like a bunch of waves, waves heading out and, and changing this. So people can look back. You know, 20 years from now, going, hey, remember when it all started to turn around? That, that's yeah. what I think. So, but, you know, thank you. Thank you, Otto Cobra, because, like you said, you know, it's, it's nice to hear people that, that aren't family <laughs> or, or, you know, close friends saying that to us. It, we need it. I need it. Yeah. Well, I got to say, I'm a fan of y'all symbol, the circle, the snake with the two in it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <of course laughs> that's just something that catches my attention, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you think you think you're the snake, like buddy. Cobra? Yes. <laughs> you're the snake. That's right. So we're gonna be uh chatting with the NYI and if you've got any questions for him, do you wanna be on hold and maybe if you have questions for him we can write on with him or or uh Well actually I'm out on the something? street doing something. So I just wanted to oh, you know, call in and tell y'all good job, you know, keep it up, you know. And um you know, just yeah. just giving y'all some recognition. You know, y'all seen. You know, let you know y'all seen from other parts of you. You know. Yeah. Right. So. Thank you so much. And you know, Good while you're out there on the street, yeah, be careful, be safe. Yep. Yeah, I, I try. <laughs> All right, well, y'all. Good luck to everything. Well, Keep up the good work. Thanks, brother. Thank you, sir, and All right. we'll be sending you good in. <laughs> Later. Thank you. Bye. Well, it looks like we are going to launch into the segment and perfect timing because we have Dark Guardian waiting on the line. Oh, we do. And we've got Spectre of the NYI also yep. with us. Uh, you got part of your team here. And it's Yo, soon up, as there we go. <laughs> Good to be here. How you doing, brother? Uh oh. I think, you know what? I think I'm ready to just run up. It's those dead people clapping again because I think our ratings just went up. Like I think our ratings just popped up about oh I don't know a couple thousand people when they when they heard that DG was on. That's what happens. It's just, it's just natural. Okay. Okay. Feel that yeah. disturbance in the force? Yeah. Panties yeah, flying in the head all day long. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mike? Um, wrong. <laughs> so, oh my god. I guess I guess we're gonna launch into it. Um, the first thing we should probably talk about is the academy, and I am going to let DG start with that if he wants to. 
Yeah, the Initiative Academy is something we're starting to work on, uh, and we're going to continue to work on until it's finished. We're going to create a business, uh, which is going to be a basically kind of in a lot of ways a superhero school. We're going to be teaching martial arts. We're going to be teaching parkour. Uh, we're also going to be teaching security. We're going to be teaching a lot of different things, but beyond the physical, everybody who comes in is going to experience the things you need to be to be a hero. You know, the, the kids who come in and train there are going to learn how to help others, how to be a good person, uh, how to have discipline and control in their life. And it's going to do so many great things, uh, especially for the local community, because we're going to be doing uh, with food drives. We're going to be doing a ton of charity events. We're going to do uh, days kind of like a, make it out to be, in a way, a soup kitchen where the homeless can come and, and get a free meal every couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to be have some low-income scholarships. We're going to be offering free and discounted memberships to uh, law enforcement and first responders. And there's just so many amazing things we're going to do at this place. Yep. Yeah, don't forget uh, de-escalation, first aid. We're going to get everything we can in there so that we can send you guys back to your communities and make a change. So it's basically like it's kind of like infecting with good. You know, we send them back and they, they kind of teach everybody else. And it's it's kind of cool because I think we're also going to end up probably taking people in and teaching them how to be teachers as well, you know, which is kind of like a, a long-term thing. Um, at the same time, you know, we're, at, we're, we're taking care of the symptoms at the same time as we're, you know, doing something for the root cause of these problems. So we're out there on the streets looking after people and, and flyering and stuff, but at the same time we're going to be, um, empowering people, not just by words, but by actions, like, directly, because I think that that is what the world needs right now. And what yeah, and you, you guys, uh, you know, I can't wait for you to get this up and running, i got to say, because the rest of the branches are so freaking excited about this. You know, it's, it's like something we've all dreamed of being a part of, and so it's just yeah. like, hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't well, hurry well, up. So- you know. At the same time, I mean, it's not as prominent within the other branches, but I know that a couple other branches in the initiative are also um, have also entered the race to get their own school done as well. So it's kind of like, you know, we all do it at the same time, get ideas for it. Whoever succeeds first, they kind of build on the other schools, which eventually sets up. I mean, we already have the branches. Uh, you know, we got a new branch coming next week, and that's going to be uh, it's going to set an international thing, so that'll be pretty cool too. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, it's it, it's pretty exciting. I mean, at the same time that we're we're not just um, it's not just going to be a team thing. I mean, it's also going to be the NY headquarters. We're going to work a lot of stuff out of there, including like you know seminars for at risk people in the neighborhood. And it's going to again, it's going to be kind of like the way we are, which is uh, case to case. So if something happens in the, in, in the community, we're going to deal with it. We're going to put out flyers. We're going to bring people in. We're going to meet up. We're going to train uh, crime watches. We're going to deal with the problem out of that place. So. Sweet. Um, now, that, that's the big thing. That's the big, the academy is the all-encompassing project right now. And, and aside from that, you guys, didn't you just film something? with Was it CBS? Yeah, uh, your microphone is a little choppy. I don't know if you want to, like, lean into it or something. Uh, Can you hear me now? Yep, much better. Um, yeah, we filmed we filmed a few things actually. I think I think we filmed two different projects on one night. Like we used the same night to film two things. Um, we got a CBS spot, WCBS coming out at the beginning of May. 
So that's going to be a four-minute spot. Um, and that's really cool. I mean, that was really tight. Like, we've been talking with the guy that uh, a guy that's been kind of chasing us for about a year, and we finally got with him about a piece, and it was pretty tight. So it's going to get out there. We're going to get some interest. We're going to get some more people in this, and that's, that's exciting to us because we love meeting new people that want to do this, uh, especially, like, really, you know, goal-oriented people that want to get into this and, and have a good head about it. Um, the other thing we're, we're filming right now is I don't know if we are even allowed to talk about it. Um, it's a it's a it's a sizzle reel for a show, but I'm not really going to get deeper than that. But it's going to involve the school. It's going to be about this and that, about what we do and what we're doing right now is, is quite a bit. So um, that's exciting too. Yeah, every time I turn around, you guys, this whole media list, I'm really glad you did that because, like I said, every month there's something new, there's some other media piece that's happening. And that's good. This kind of stuff needs exposure. Not the bad stuff. There's plenty of that. Yeah. So well, we've been, we've been really turning it down for so long and talking so much crap on so much bad media that we finally just went, you know what, we really can't just talk about bad media. We have to get out there and do some some good media, you know. So... Absolutely. Yeah, as far as um, what we've been doing, I mean, like right now, we're starting to work on a lot more local cases. Uh, We just got done doing the Canarsie thing. That was was pretty scary. There was a guy running around, uh, a rapist. He got three women in one week. Um, We got in the area uh, in one night on a Tuesday last week. And as soon as we got in the area, we knew something was up because in all three areas, there wasn't a single, there wasn't a single poster with information around the area at all. And you gotta understand, like, when you're going into like areas like this, a lot of people don't have internet. A lot of people don't look at the news. So you can't just rely on people, you know, this guy to get caught because of the news. Like, you've got to go into the areas. You've got to go into the communities. You've got to make connections with people and put the awareness up. We put flyers up within two days, two, three days, the guy was caught by an anonymous tip, which is exactly what we put on the flyers. If you have a tip, you know, you can call this number anonymously. I'm not going to take credit for it, but I'll tell you what, if it's one thing that that case didn't need, it was obscurity. It was to have nothing and no information available to anybody, and that's uh, unsettling in that kind of thing, you know. Right, right. So that's been shown to work. You know, it's, it's so many times. I can't cite any stats right now, but we all know it. We, we've seen it work. Somebody puts up flyers, and, and within literally, it's, it's always a two-day thing. Uh, the yeah. person that they're, you know, trying to catch, there's always some tips on it. So yeah. you guys want to help out, especially the, the RLSH community. You're hearing about, what can I do, what can I do? I do it, you know, what Mr. Extreme did, do what the NYI did, go flyering. That's yeah. something. It's, I know people want to, like, you know, kind of sit there and say, oh, that's, you know, not real crime fighting. That's bullshit because, well, honestly, right. <laughs> yeah, like, real crime fighting is not just about walking around the streets at night. It's about raising awareness. It's about, you. okay, so I've said this before, but I'll say it again real fast. Central enforcement versus overall awareness. Overall awareness is going to win every single time because you're working directly with the central enforcement to feed them the information they need to get these guys off the streets. The central enforcement, all they if you don't give them information, all they have is driving around aimlessly, 
Okay? The only way they break cases is by people giving them information about the people that did these things. Either that or evidence, which honestly, unless it's like a murder or, you know, some kind of high profile case, they're not gonna use uh they're not gonna use forensic evidence. Period. They're not even gonna take fingerprints for anything less than like a, a deadly assault or like a, a serial rape or a murder. They're not gonna do it. So it's all information. Crime fighting is information. That's I think uh there's a movie that said it. Uh information is the lifeblood of, of the police force. Hey, hey guys, this, this is uh sorry, this is Spectre as well. I was gonna say, you know, what 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 you were just saying about um you know, information. One thing that, that really blew me away that night was we we were just walking around talking to, to random people we saw standing around this block where the, the final assault happened. Um and, and you know, they they obviously had no intention of talking to the to the NYPD at all. And yet we would approach them and they'd and they'd say, Hey yeah, we know this guy. We saw him today. You know, he was boasting about stealing a certain item from one of the victims, you know, uh, he lives on this block and, and they gave us so much information and you know, I kind of figure that there's nothing we can do about, you know, the image that the cops have got in, in these guys' eyes. You know, there's nothing we can do to change that perception and, you know, cause these, these folks to want to go to the police. But at the same time, if they tell us, we, you know, we can be that middle ground and we can, you know, get that information passed on. It's, it's a heck of a role to play. Yeah. Yeah. And we can do this without being anti or... We can do this without being anti or pro anyone, you know? Like, we don't, again, like, the initiative has always been a neutral party. And that doesn't mean we don't do things when things happen. That means when there are there are heightened tensions and there are, there are high emotions, we pull it back. We we chill out. We chill the situation out. Again, it's, it's overall de-escalation. It's a, it's a pragmatic approach to de-escalation, you know. We don't just do it. We live it, you know. Right. It doesn't, and what I like, there's follow through. It's not just we walked around and patrolled that night. No, you walked with a plan, uh, with a purpose, and from walking around that night, you went forward and followed through with more, like the flyer. And you saw that there were no flyers, so you guys, you know, so I, I like the fact that it's not, well, we just, we went out, you know, didn't find anything bad going on, and then went home. It doesn't end there. That's not where it should end. Yeah. Hey, DG here. just want to interject. Uh, I think what we're doing is, and we're seeing success, is we're focusing on certain things. You know, uh, people talk about kind of wandering around neighborhoods aimlessly, and I think it's a good thing to hit specific areas and, and create a presence, but what we've been doing lately is really focusing. We, we study the crime uh, data, we, you know, we comb through the news, and we see what's going on, and we see what's hot. And then we, we go right after. We go into the area, like, like we said, we do flyers, we talk to the locals, we do investigation. Um, yeah. And there's a whole long process, and, and it's it becomes a really successful process when done well. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really what we're going to continue to do. Yeah, and we're actually learning as we do it. In fact, uh, it's really funny because every other case that I've ever chased down uh, that has been a sexual assault case or anything like that, I've always... I've always, I don't know why I didn't do it this time, I always check the, the sex offender registry. Mm-hmm. And this time, that's actually, the guy was on the sex offender registry in in the area and uh, from 2008, and I we didn't check it. We didn't check the sex offender registry. And after they found him, they found that he was on there, and I kicked myself so freaking hard. I was like, really? That's like, you know, 
that's like Bush League. You know, you, you check you check the registry. That's what you do. So if you guys are out there and you're doing investigations in the area, at least try to check out the registry. And if people aren't thinking about that, then tell them check out the registry. If you recognize the guy off the registry, tell the victims. If you know the victim that's been assaulted, check the registry. All these guys are going to be on there that, that, have, that have offended before. They're on there for life. That's how that's how it works. So it's not fun, but it's useful. What's that? It's not fun, but it's useful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, going through that with this, I'm going to tell people right now that what we do is it can be fun at times in a, in the way that um, working with a tight crew is fun. That's very fun, but like it will drag you down. So if you can find something in your life other than that that is, that is interesting or fun or you know, brings your spirit up or you know you you need love, you need to find somebody to love in this kind of in this line of work, or else you're just going to go you're going to go all Batman on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean other than that, uh, we're working on some new stuff. I know we have uh, we're chasing a, a rapist in my in my neighborhood now, so that'll be the next thing we do. Uh, there's a few other things. Uh, we, what we have now that we didn't have before is uh, it's a pretty tight information source. Uh, we're, we're not getting information like weeks weeks late anymore. We're getting information like the rapist from last week. We got that information in full. Like we got the you know the, the ages, the areas, the times, the dates, every piece of information except clearly except for the victims' names, which I, I don't I don't blame them obviously. Uh, but we got every piece of information like a day after you know the last one happened. So the case was fresh. We got in there, um, got really close to it, and were able to make a dent. So that's how we're working now. It's we're going to be working on fresh cases. So it's going to be a little maybe a little crazy. I don't know yet, but hopefully we we'll get some stuff done. That's Other than that, is my microphone still sucking badly? What's that? Is my microphone still stuck right now? Yeah, it's it's choppy. You're like, it's, you know, like you're talking through yeah. a fan or something. You know what, I'm going to go ahead and zero. I'm going to call back. <laughs> See if I can fix the line at all, okay? All right. All right. Yeah. You got it. That's a good work. Um, I'll just kind of talk through it. Uh, other than that, like, what our, our biggest... Um, our biggest goals are to start doing park cleanups as well. Uh, the cool thing about doing a park cleanup is that you can get in there, and if you go into an at-risk area, you can you can do the park cleanup. You can check around the area. You can see if if things are happening. You can see who's doing what. At night, people aren't really expecting you know somebody that's wearing like a a crew cleanup shirt you know to be checking around for any kind of crime information or stuff like that. It's it's real easy. Well, I guess it's easy in New York to go incognito because there's so many people here and everybody's always working. They're always doing something that's got to do with, uh, with the city or, or some other. So basically you put a reflective, uh, reflective vest on. It looks like a, like a road worker's vest and you go and start cleaning something up. It's a really good way to not stick out and to get any information that you might need. So that's what we're going to start doing as well. Yeah, and as far as uh, cases, you know, I know we're, we're trying to get right on top of cases when they happen. Something else I'd like uh, the team to do as well when uh, things get a little slower is to go back and revisit some cold cases that have gotten forgotten about. Because I know 
there's a lot of cases out there where I'm sure, you know, they can find the guy if they put the time and effort in that just because it's not in the media and it's kind of forgotten about, yeah. it's not getting work done anymore. So I, I really want to, you know, get stuff in the media and push it and get things going again so those yeah. guys don't get a chance to strike again after they're yeah. forgotten about. Exactly. You never know if one of those old cases is connected to one of the newer cases. So it's good to make links like that. And and, so, and honestly, some some people are so damn good that they just never get caught. You know, they're so good that it's, it's a time thing. They say you don't catch them in the first 48, you don't catch them, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, so other than that, uh, we all, we're also in uh, contact with a victim's counselor. So I would like to get in touch with her and start talking about uh, getting some of the team, having some real material and, and start putting some material out through the initiative to the public about how to deal with uh with victims counseling and, and people who have been through a lot of stuff. So I think that's really, really important to us because we we can't just worry about going after the bad guys. We have to sometimes the bad guys used to be a victim. So if you can deal with victims and if you can bring them back into the fold before they fall out of the fold and, and become the next perpetrator, it's a really good idea and, and you can stop the cycle right there. So um, and and some of the things we we have on the list to, uh, to to help with crime and basically safety. Uh, we just linked up with our uh, our friend Carbon Wolf, who is uh, an online friend of ours that we've been talking to for a while. Uh, we're gonna, we're going to start putting out some applications for the iPhone and the Android. I think Android is first, but I'm sure eventually we're gonna we're gonna make it compatible with with the the iPhone and eventually with other phones. Um, some of those things are. I don't know if anybody remembers. Uh, Rocky, back in the line. I am. I'm right here. How does this sound? Awesome. That sounds much better. Uh, okay. I don't know if anybody remembers uh, listeners or people on the line. Do you guys remember the the Crime Fighter HQ site? See, yeah, we remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you do. So. Let me, let me, why don't you guys all sit down and let old Grandpa Zero tell you a little story about this. Um, oh, geez, there we go. <laughs> old Grandpa Zero doesn't like uh, two-faced bastards. Um, <laughs> um, what I don't, what, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but we got a guy that came in. He was he was part of the team as a, a I guess, a, a tech. He was part of the black team, which is our tech guys, support guys. <clears throat> he said that he wanted to, <clears throat> help us build an app, a website about uh, crime fighting. And it was very ambitious. It was there's a lot of things going on, and he agreed. He was very adamant about the fact that this would be a website that would be used uh, for free by anyone that wanted to use it. That means everybody in New York, that means everybody across the country, wherever, <clears throat> could log on to this website for free. Uh, create a, prof- a profile, get linked up with a team because it was all about building uh, crime watches and uh, like a networking with crime watches. Uh, it had skill exchange, it had uh, crime reporting, crime mapping, uh, all that stuff. It was chock full of really good stuff, and it was elegantly streamlined. So it was built for tech idiots, which means me, because um, I don't understand <laughs> anything tech. I'm a tech moron. Uh, so. It was beautifully done. It was built everything. It was agreed upon that it would be for free. And then this this fellow disappeared. 
And the next thing I heard, he refused to let us use the site, let us uh, update the site. Uh, he wouldn't hand it the site over, even though he said we wanted to use it for free. And I found out this was all because he wanted to make revenue off of it. He wanted to find a way to make money off of it. And that was the point, was that people could monitor, people could report crimes for free. It would knock down any kind of class walls, all that stuff. It would be free. And he was... He offered to do that. Um, <clears throat> so, needless to say, I was a little angry about that. That that crashed. We had an entire, it was an entire campaign built around that. It was all about going, you know, from from crime watch to crime watch, helping them uh, train each other, training them, you know, strengthening crime watch teams throughout the country or throughout the city for now, and the country eventually. Because uh, honestly, the cops in New York, you know, the whole quota thing. Uh, I don't know. There needs to be a mid-ground, and we were going for that. Unfortunately, it failed. Uh, it was a scrapped it was a scrap piece. It was like last year. It failed around like June, July. It was supposed to launch. It never really did its big launch because we couldn't update it, and I wasn't comfortable with putting the project out there if it, if it could not be updated and, and you know, upkept. So, tanked it. Carbon Wolf comes along and says, hey, I can build these AFNI's websites. Now we're revitalizing the Crime Fighter HQ. We're turning it into an application. Um, it's going to have crime mapping. It's going to have uh, like real time, like meaning you can take the map and you can drop the you can drop the beacon directly on the spot where the crime happened. So if you have the real maps, like the real Google Street View, <clears throat> you can actually go in there, drop the beacon right on a doorstep where a guy got beat up or something. So that's exactly where the crime happened. Um, What's cool about that is that you know you can. It's great for uh, a paper trail for police. It's great for people that want to investigate their own neighborhoods. It's great for people that want to know where crimes happen, so maybe they could put something together to give information to the police. Because right now the police, it's either that they're there's one of three things. It's either that they're corrupt as all hell, because I don't know, because somebody in the upper echelon is a dick. I don't know. Um, they're underfunded. It, I think it's mostly because they're underfunded and underpaid. So the people in the upper leagues, I, I think the city is, is losing money. So they started um, underreporting crimes so the city looks better and we get, you know, more tourism, Yeah, you know, therefore more money for New York. I think that's part of it. But either way, citizens need to step up. Citizens need to help, need to police themselves and to help law enforcement protect them, you know. So that's just basic awareness. Um, I think uh, DG has some other ideas for the crime reporting app, don't you? Well, yeah, the major part of it is really making us, in a lot of ways, an in-between for the people who may not want to deal with the police, who may not want to have to deal with that. You know, I know there's, there are a lot of anonymous reporting things, but I feel like a lot of people just don't want to deal with the police, unfortunately, and they I understand in a lot of ways myself because I've had to deal with them in certain situations, and a lot of times they're not helpful. Yeah. Um, not to say there aren't a lot of great cops out there and that you know most of them aren't out there to help, but a lot of people just don't want to deal with it. Uh, people get assaulted. People get raped. People don't want to go to the police because it's not an enjoyable process having to deal with them. Um, and there's so many crimes that go unreported, and we want to be those people that help kind of bring a lot of these things to light. You know, we're going to go around, we're going to advertise this, we're going to be really putting it out there to the people that, hey, use this. 
we're here to help you. You know, we'll relay the information. We'll investigate it ourselves if it's close. Yeah. And we want to really become that in-between person because I feel like in this time, it's really needed. Yeah. The the cool, the really cool thing about that is that uh, most, crime, most crime sites are going to have crime reporting, and that's about it. Uh, what they don't have is that spot-on crime mapping. What they don't have is a, a, a already present following that of people that are going to see this right away and spread the word. Um, what they don't have is a team that's going to streamline this app so it's going to be so simple that it's going to be really easy to use because a lot of these apps and a lot of these websites are so freaking complicated that you get on there and you're just like, what is this? What what am I doing? Like, what? There's like little ads everywhere and there's all kinds of stupid crap all over it. And you're just like, what? What? You know? I don't want to use half the stuff because it, it just doesn't feel like it does anything. Plus, what these crime these crime reporting sites don't have also is a backup team that will come out and investigate your problem if the cops don't help you with it. So it's not going to fall on deaf ears. I mean, if, if first of all, you have to report your stuff straight to the cops. It's not going to be, you know, reported to us and we come out right away. It's like we're going to ask you, did you report this to the police? Because legally you must report to the police first, and we're not going to take a chance. We're not going to get thrown in jail because, you know, we're, we're running in on police calls. That's stupid, you know. What we are going to do is if police are ignoring your, your calls for help, we're going to come out, we're going to investigate, we're going to listen to you, we're going to find out what's going on, and if cops aren't helping, we're going to make it public. That's kind of our Supreme Court. That's where we go. The media is our Supreme Court because if we can't take it up the chain, we're going to make everybody hear about it. We're going to shout it from the rooftops. And that's what most crime reporting sites don't have. So if that ain't a pitch, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's a pitch. So if, if something happens, say I, I was walking down the street in New York and I got mugged, yeah. First thing I would do is is report it to the police, and then the second thing I should do would be to use your app, right? Well, the first thing you should and, do is if you're getting mugged, uh, the first thing you should do is prepare. Everyone who's listening to this right now and all your friends and everybody is the first thing you should do. Is you should practice awareness, obviously. A good witness mm-hmm. is the best thing for law enforcement. A lot of times, I don't, I'm not going to say even half the times, but probably more than once it's happened where the cops didn't take your report because you're not a good witness because you don't know anything. You have no information. No one's got any information. You just said, I got mugged. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anybody. It just happened. Start training yourself to remember stuff. Be a good witness. That's number one. Now, after the fact, which isn't the preventative part, which we like to concentrate on preventative stuff, clearly, if you listen to, listen to any of these shows, we concentrate hugely on preventative. Uh, but after the fact, call the cops right away. Okay, go through that process if you can, all right? At least report the crime. If you don't report the crime, we can't be liable for, you know, being thrown in jail. It's, it's just You just have to do it. Uh, at least it's on the books, so then when we get the information afterwards, we can deliver it to the police. It's on the books. They don't look at us like, what are you talking about? This isn't even on the books. There's no reports. Report it first, okay? Just go through the motions. After that, come to the site fill out all the really, really streamlined and simple stuff. It's going to be a couple fields, like maybe three or four fields. And then you drop the beacon on the map, which will do it instantaneously. It's not going to be like, where do I put this? You know, you'll see it. You'll, you'll be operating the map as you're doing it. As you're typing in the address, the map will pop up before you're even done typing it in. That's how that works. Um, at that point, We'll follow up. We'll be checking it. Other people who do crime watch will be checking it. I'm sure other agencies will be checking it if they're looking for patterns. 
uh, and eventually, you know, it's going to get caught in the crossfire. That's kind of the idea. I'd like to build this site or this app and kind of alert local agencies, you know, make it kind of a high-profile thing so that people can't even really ignore it. And what's really cool is that with our following and where we're about to go with all this stuff, it's not going to be easily ignored. You know, we're 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 poised to become kind of something of uh, I don't know of a large awareness, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really say that. I mean, we're we're going places that I really can't get into right now, but we have some connections, and it's going to be. It's going to be unable to be ignored. So when something happens and we shout it from the rooftops, people are going to hear about it, and we're not going to let it go. I'd say we're like pit bulls, but that whole thing about locking jaws isn't true, and that's that's a bad stereotype. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Don't don't give that to the poor doggies. They're sweethearts. Yeah. But I know what you but mean. That's that's not the end of the apps either. That's only one app. Uh, the first app we're working on is. Uh, it's a locator app for families. It's been done before, but we're going to do it a little differently. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into it because, obviously, that's the market. Uh, a few of these apps are going to be for revenue, but, honestly, all that money is going to be dumped back into the to the, the Crime Fighter HQ app. So that means you're going to have some seriously highly polished uh, functionality for a free app. So you're not going to have to worry about, you know, it's a free app, so it's going to be crap. No, that's not true. It's going to be a free app, but it's going to be, you know, fed from money to develop it from all these other apps that we have in the works. So it's going to be something, you know, to be reckoned with. So you're going to get on there. It's going to be a smooth app. It's going to look sweet. It's going to function perfectly, and it's going to go straight to where it needs to go. So um, this whole this whole Android first thing. I don't know, man. You got to, you know, I, I'm an iPhone user. I want my damn app. So make sure that if you've got the Android one coming out first, that you've got that iPhone one coming right behind it. Well, we'll, we'll do what we can. You are correct, sir. Again, I don't really know. <laughs> I'm not really a huge tech person, but we had to, we had to choose one or the other. And honestly, no. if, I'm working, if I'm working directly with a guy, I have an Android, so I'm going to be field testing this stuff. Uh, yeah, I yeah, really like yeah. It doesn't work this I'd way. Like, I'd like to figure out how to do some cross stuff, because if we're going to be doing any kind of locator app, I mean, the locator app is, is not just for, you know, obviously not just for parents. It's going to be able to be used for anybody that's out and about. Like, uh, I think we're even, oh, we're planning a nightlife app as well, a nightlife safety app, which is going to be, uh, it's going to include a feed um, of, uh, also, it's kind of like a, a crime reporting thing, but it's for nightlife stuff. So, you know. You know what, that, that one involved. interested me. So, I want to, I want to, I know you can't give up a lot about that, but when I heard that, because I remember your show on nightlife safety, and I remember yeah. your tip, and it's, 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 it's an awesome tip about sending this person's ID if you were going to leave with a stranger, if you were, you know, if that's what you have to do that night, to taking a, a picture of his ID or her ID and, and, you know, sending it to different friends. Yeah, that's an excellent tip. Yeah, again. So if you got an app to make things safer. Yeah, yeah. if you're out and you're at a bar and you absolutely have to be stupid and go home with a stranger. Um, <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> which, if you go home with a stranger, you're not too smart, you know. Honestly, like that's that's how you get yourself killed, especially in New York or places like that. Um, yeah, just 
make sure you get a, a picture of their of, the, of their ID and send it to your friends. Uh, if they don't let you take a picture of their ID, that's suspect. So don't even do it. Uh huh. And they had to have an ID to get into the club, so don't take any of that bull crap either. So yeah, we'll go on on that. One. Um, the other thing we had originally on the CFHQ site, the Crime Fighter HQ, was something that I'm going to peel off and make its own app. It's a it's a skill exchange. I don't know if this exists or not. So if it does exist, I'm going to do some research. I really don't think it does. Uh, skill exchange, um, kind of like a, a Craigslist for trainers. You want to learn anything at all, get on Skill Exchange, look around for a trainer, see if you can find somebody to train you. Uh, the biggest problem today with the economy, I think, is the fact that people can't find good jobs because they can't get the money for training to get good jobs. If we can get trainers to train each other, we can knock that wall down. So that's yet another that's another revenue thing. That we'll probably I don't know we're probably going to charge like a dollar for each of these things, and it's all going back into the CFHQ. So it's stuff that you know you might, may, or may not want to use, but the whole crime reporting thing, that's that's an absolute must. We must have that. We must have a streamlined crime reporting application because that's it's not just – I wish people would pay more attention to crime reporting and, like, the crime reporting sites because, again, that's where all, all the information comes from, you know? Right, and even if you're not somebody who's going to sit there and watch um, for patterns, someone else is. Someone that can help someone else, you know, help solve a crime. If it's not going to be you, at least you can, you know, you can pass on some information. Like you said, information is key. Knowledge is power. Exactly. I would really like to kind of see it become uh, kind of a fad, maybe like a, a fad that catches on. Like you know, you know how they have hoarders and stuff. It'd be cool if we could somehow popularize, you know, crime reporters, people that follow crime reports, stuff like that, you know, it would be kind of cool to see that fad go, because right now, there's this huge apathy thing going on that is really kind of irritating the crap out of me, so. D.D., what do you think over there? Um, I'm just laughing at the hoarder uh, comparison, uh, but... <laughs> Well, you know, they have like, these, these shows about these people that do absolutely nothing but, but do stuff, you know? And I'm just like, why can't we use some of that energy to let to get these people to hoard information? You know what I mean? Like, they, they have, they're, already, they're obviously already using the same, you know, line of thought on it. Yeah, I think once, once exposure gets out there, more people get wind of it. I, I really feel like right now we're at a point where a lot of people are fed up. And it, it, it's 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 I feel like we're at a real weird point just just in the world and society, and there's a lot of people right on that cusp who who are sick of things and sick of crime and they're sick of the system, and and but they just need that little nudge to put them right towards the thing. And I, I feel like we may be that nudge for a couple people, and I think I think a lot of other things and a lot of other people are going to push people over that edge, and we're going to have like a you know, a, a, a mini revolution, I think, of people trying to, you know, be heroic and help people and, and get involved and change the system. I think it's yeah. coming. Yeah. It's it's just like we just got to change the paradigm. I think we have to get out there and, and switch. Uh, we got to make good deeds look, look attractive again. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't mean like, you know, get out there and, and dance around for the cameras. I mean like, really make good deeds fun. Like, actually surround it with some kind of, you know, really, really fun thing. Like, uh, like superheroes. I mean, kind of fun that way, I guess. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, good. I, we, don't, we, we don't have to run around in rubber suits and harass yeah. people, but we uh, we we are out there to help people and and bring these things to light. Because right now, a major problem is definitely the media. The media yeah. is is all about the negative, and and God forbid if somebody did something great and nice and and helpful for the community, it, they talk about it for two seconds. Yeah. It's because it's it's dry, and that's I think that's the biggest issue with why it, uh, good deeds aren't popular is because a lot of the times it's dry, and people want like they want stuff, they want drama, they want back and forth, they want. I think what they want is high character, and I think that people are so I hate to say it, but people are so damn boring anymore that they only get high character when somebody is bitching about something, when somebody is going at somebody else and flipping out on somebody else. There is no high character anymore, and I think that. I think it sucks because there still is a lot of high character in the world, but you know what? It, it's like a catch-22 because people have so such good character and such interesting character that's good that they don't get anywhere near the media. So all True. we ever see is this negative crap, and it really sucks. I think one of the coolest things uh, about what's going on with the Initiative Collective right now is that uh, you know how we have Spider on the team, uh, who's a really, really good... Uh, He's a tracer, which is a, a parkour artist, I guess you would call him, um, is that we're not the only branch that's starting to attract tracers. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact the Virginia guys are starting to communicate with some tracers, and I know that uh, their member, Valkyrie, is, uh, has been uh, hanging out with a lot of tracers. There's like, I think there's like three or four of them, and they're all interested in doing great stuff. And I know that out in San Fran you guys have clockwork, and he was teaching you yeah. guys parkour. I, I'm starting to see tracers are really starting to be attracted to what we're doing. So, you know, I I've, I personally view parkour as, as a semi superpower myself. So that's that's pretty interesting. That's pretty fresh. That's that's pretty you know that's pretty I guess for lack of a better word, quote unquote, marketable, which is just another communication tool anyway. So if we can get more people that actually have some serious like athletic skill and get that out of the world and show people, hey, you can do this crazy stuff. Come in, we'll teach you, you know? Mm-hmm. That would be cool. But other than that, man, we're we're kind of like, we're trying to like, uh, every every off day we get that we can, we're trying to get in there and do some hard training. Most of the time I get out with, you know, Spider and Spectre and DG and Asame and we all kind of either do parkour training and kick the crap out of ourselves or kick the crap out of each other and we're all... How's that, how's that knee, DG? I'm healing up. Uh, I slammed it into a concrete wall twice doing parkour. Um, yeah. But it's healing up. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you take your bumps and then, you know, after beating up my knee, we spar and uh, <laughs> we, we train hard. Uh, I got a shipment of sticks and uh, training knives today, so we're going to be doing some uh, Filipino stick and knife fighting and training coming up soon. Uh, we're going to keep saw- improving our... Yeah, we're going to keep improving ourselves, and we're going to keep uh, improving the way we do things, and we're going to become an unstoppable team. Yeah, it's going to be pretty sick. I mean, and what's really cool is that we're just going to keep growing at this point. It's, I just feel like this great momentum. Uh, I think the NYI is, is as healthy as it's ever been. I think, uh, Spectre, are you still there? Hey, yeah, I'm still here. I think uh, you and I were talking about the other day that, that you feel like you came in at a time where the NYI is, is as healthy and as productive as it's ever been. And I think that's 
Definitely. That's definitely the case because we've, we've seen some low points and we've brought in some low people. Uh, so it's really nice to finally be healthy in the mind and in the body, like overall, you know. Yeah, you know, I think there's a real positive attitude and a positive energy energy in, in the team at the moment. And, you know, I, I'm sure we're going to hit low points and we're going to come across some challenges, but it feels to me like we've, we've got the energy to bounce back from, uh, you know, from whatever life throws at us right now. So it's, uh, yeah, good place to be. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. That's, um, that's, I think that's all the stuff we're willing to talk about at this point. Uh, any other questions that you guys have for us? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, yeah, did you, I, I'm sorry, when my mic was cutting in and out, did you guys talk about what, uh, i got to bring it up again, what Spider's been up to lately? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I wish he'd call in. I think he said he was going to call at some point. Uh, he did an audition for Ninja Warrior, American Ninja Warrior, last week, or this past weekend. Um I don't know. I still haven't t- I talked to him about it, so I don't know how that went. Uh gonna have to wait to hear from him. I know he did I know he did pretty well from what I heard. Um but I I also know that it rained like the entire day, so he was kinda like waiting around for hours and hours and hours and hours, so I still don't know the entire story on that one. So you guys will know what I do. For people who don't know Spider, you really have to check him out. What this guy does is totally, totally surreal. Um, yeah. it's, you know, when you, when you watch him move and do things, you're like, that dude's a superhero, uh, 100%. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing seeing it, because I know that everybody's got this disconnect when you look at stuff on the internet and you see it right in front of you. It's, like, all the stuff that you guys see in these videos, it's like, he just does it, like, reading. Like, he gets up there, he does, like, a wall run, like, he, he, he runs, like, three or four steps along the wall, like, like horizontally. And just like, are you are you kidding me? I mean, he's like, now you do it. You're like, what? <laughs> I, I think the thing that's disgusting about Spider as well is, you know, he's done all this amazing stuff. He's been in movies and TV, and he's got a video game character created after him. And and you would expect that he would be the most obnoxious dick, you know, with with all of this history. <laughs> and you, you you'd never meet a nicer guy. You know, he's the coolest, yeah. most laid back, most humble guy. It's, uh, so it's humble. disgraceful. So humble. Yeah. That's always refreshing. Um, I think that the guy is destined for amazing things, and I mean, he's already, like you said, all, all done all of that. And the fact that he's part of the New York Initiative, I'm, I'm excited that you guys have him there. So, um, it's, it's really makes me want to beat myself up with parkour too. And you know, yeah. I'm, I'm too old for this shit, but I'm still, you know, because of him and because of. Uh, Clockwork, you know, it's like we're we're trying to take a beating. Yeah. Keep up with you youngsters. <laughs> What's really interesting right now is that I have like, I have like a, a I don't want to say like I, I thought that I was more skilled than other members of of the team in the past, but I feel like I had more experience on the street and like you know a few other places. But I feel like on the team right now it's just so we're so even. We're all so like like across the board like even skill even intelligence like you could put together you could honestly if you put together a video game of the NYI right now you could have your stats like you know your video game stats and it would be 
It, no, it would it would come out equal. Like it, everybody's got their own like strengths and their and their weaknesses and their you know and, and their specialities. It would it would come out damn near equal. It's, it's I know where you would excel, though, Zero. You could blow them out of the water. Yep. Oh God. Ego. All yours. Ego, buddy. <laughs> What's that? None, none. I said I love you because you're a wonderful person. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I, will beat you with your own, I will beat you with your own separate leg. Don't even talk. <laughs> that would be, that's like evil dead stuff right there, boy. It's pretty cool. Oh, uh, did you um, see that? No, I didn't, but I keep hearing about it. Because I'm a big Bruce Campbell evil dead original Sam Raimi yeah. fan, so I'm 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 kind of waiting, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, Are you going to go see again. it? Again, if anyone doesn't know that uh, has never listened to this show before, um, Rock, my esteemed co-host, was once prank called by Bruce Campbell himself. Actually, um, twice. Twice, <laughs> yeah. She was prank called once, and then a few minutes later, when I think you hung up on him. Yeah, I, you know, and we 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 chatted too. I've got like pictures with him hanging out and doing stupid stuff. So I I love Bruce Campbell. It's just you know. Yeah. It's, uh, they better have done this. I, I know it's, it's a remake. Everything's a goddamn remake. I'm so sick of remakes, but, you know, it, there are some people who loved it. So I'm I'm kind of waiting. You know when you're waiting to have it come out on Netflix so you don't really have to pay money for it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with it. You know, <laughs> I, 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 like, I like a good remake, but you know what, honestly, um, I like music remakes. I like, I like uh, covers more than I like movie remakes. So if they could just start doing more really cool covers and less really crappy movies, that would be great. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I want to I hit these two before I, I forget anything else. Uh, Spectre or DG, do you have anything else that I'm not thinking about that we're working on? I'm sure you do. Uh, we covered a lot. We definitely yeah. covered a lot today. And, uh, you know, the main thing is we're going to keep trucking through, and I think the Initiative Academy is going to be a huge, huge thing because it, it's going to benefit the community, all the people who patronize it, and then it's going to build the team. And we're going to get more and more people and be able to train more teams and be able to have teams out every night of the week eventually. Yeah, uh, I, you know? really, I think the idea we had uh, I had years ago when I first started thinking about a school like this, which was kind of a, a pipe That's it, right man. Game over, man. It's game over. I think hey, that idea yeah, I think the idea, I think the idea that I had for uh, the school was to basically bring people in to have kind of again like a seasonal idea where you bring in a, a, some of the, I guess some of the guys who want to do this that are the more uh, uh, realistic RLSH, which is you know, you know it's, it happens, but um, bring them in, keep them for a couple weeks, you know, and train them up, send them back to their cities to kind of build their teams, you know to kind of just give back, you know, because I know these guys, let's face it, I mean, we've had our disagreements, like me and the initiative and the rest of their LSH people, the real-life superheroes, if you don't know what that means, uh, real-life superhero community. But the coolest thing about their LSH is that they are a large group of people that are kind of aimless, but really, really willing to do something good, you know. And I I got to respect that, so I think all they need is a little bit of, a little bit of a hand up. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, a hand up. Because, you know, everybody everybody needs a plan. 
That's, that's what yeah. I just interest when they go out there. Even if the plan is to just, you know, cover a certain area and, and like I said, follow through after, yeah. not a lot of them do. But they do have, like you said, they got the heart. They got they got devotion. They just put them on the right path, you know. So these schools yeah. are excited. I, mean, I think what's, what's really going to work well for us as well is um, is, is the combination of the academy and, and <clears throat> recruiting and, and a higher profile, and and then the focus that we're doing now on uh, crime reporting and, and you know research on crimes in local areas, and I think particularly focusing on things like rape that you know pe- people traditionally um, feel really reticent about reporting to the police, and and you know people go quiet about this stuff and if we can actually start to get out there in the community and, and show that we can actually make a difference and, and catch some of these criminals, catch some of these rapists, and, and, and really show the, the communities that they can have the confidence to speak up and say, hey, this happened to me, it was terrible, and, and I, you know, I trust that you guys are going to actually uh, come through and, and you know, the consequences are going to be met for the people who did it, then you know, I, th- I think that's how we, we can really make a difference in the local communities around us and, and uh, make our presence felt. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think it's what you said, um, you know, Spectre, I, I believe it was you that was saying, you know, the people who don't feel comfortable speaking to the the police, um, or they they know, come on, we know, even if we give them a report, we know, we know how understaffed they are everywhere. I, I don't think you can find a police force that's overstaffed and, you know, has nothing to do with they're, they're overstaffed, I mean, understaffed and overworked, so... At least you know that if you go to this other group, there's a bigger chance that someone's going to try to do something to help you find the, you know, suspect. And no one wants to know that after they've been violated in some way that no one's doing anything. That's yeah. that's just adding insult to injury. So um, you've got the initiative going out there and, and trying. It's nice to know that even if they couldn't solve anything or they couldn't catch somebody that they were trying, that helps. It really yeah. does. Exactly. Yeah. I uh, really, unfortunately, uh, for a long time, again, I think we've talked about this before too, but I'll say it again. Uh, for a long time, I was really like, I don't want to do media. I hate it. It feels like I'm compromising something. It feels like I'm dancing for the camera. But honestly, I've seen what doing uh, no media and all work has been like. And it's just like, <clears throat> again, it's like chipping away at a freaking iceberg with like a little hammer, you know? I've Chris asked me the other day. I think we were filming. Uh, DG asked me the other day. We were filming something with uh, this is for the sizzle reel, and I'm, I've been cooperating with this crew like just straight up, just whatever they needed to film, cooperating with them, whatever. And Chris was like, "What happened to you, man?" <laughs> he was like, "Because <laughs> yeah, he used to be like the, the guy that's in the media, and I used to be like the guy that said after media, and now you know he's kind of like you know, after media, and I'm kind of like." Let's do it, you know. But I really just got to the point where I was just like, I'm tired of, of uh, I have all these ideas, and in order to, to enact any of them, we need to be kind of high profile. Like if you if we want to do if we want to do the, the the crime reporting app, we have to be high profile to get that out there. Um, that's kind of the point. Like people like character, they like that kind of stuff. So uh, the initiative is always talking about, hey, is there a cause that we can do that's going to help people that we can give to a celebrity to run with. And I'm kind of like, okay, so what we're trying to do is get, you know, uh, high recognition for one of our projects to help people, 
by going to a celebrity, why don't we just get the high profile ourselves and just do it? You know what I mean? Like, it, it sucks. I don't like media. I don't like being filmed. I think it shows. I think the rest of the team sees me getting irritated when I'm being filmed. Uh, but I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to swallow some pride and just screw it. You know, like, let's let's do it. I was going to say, Zero, I think doing gangland style down the down the patrol is, is probably taking it a bit too far. I think you should probably hold back on that. <laughs> you, that you, know, you know, it's funny that you say that because I have, I have been involved in a gangland video. Uh, yes, you have. No joke. We'll put and, that link up. And that gangland video is, a, I think that's like a couple, a couple thousand hits, right? Oh, dude, it's 50,000 views. Yeah. There's, no, when we did the, uh, what was that? I can't remember. What what was that? Uh, The Sparkle or something? Oh, uh, the Warrior Dash. We did the Warrior Dash, and uh, our friend, uh, Miss Fit, and and her husband, the the White Scorpion, as he calls himself now, um, (laughs) were actually, uh, they actually filmed everything. So it was like a, the Warrior Dash, which uh, incidentally, how much was that? We raised like sixteen grand entire overall. Yeah, sixteen grand. Uh, for uh, Make a Wish, was it Make a Wish? Oh uh, no, it was uh, the St. Jude Children's Hospital. St. Jude, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm like I'm getting old. My my brain's going. Um, <laughs> but they filmed the Warrior Dash. They filmed the the subsequent uh, Halloween party, which was so much fun. You don't even know. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then that was, that was yeah. But yeah, and, uh, you I, was, I was filmed being uh, nearly grinded upon by the Cheshire Cat from from California, so that was pretty interesting. Uh, Hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll put a link up to that if you guys want to see it. It's got it's got a ton of the initiative on there too, and we just happened there happened to be a bunch of us that did the Warrior Dash and helped to raise that money, so. Um, shout out oh. to them. They got a movie coming out, and we're going to be in it. Yay! All of us. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. We're also doing our own movie, clearly. Again, once again, if this is the yeah. first time you're listening to the show, we are still taking donations for the film Nation of Heroes, uh, which is all about us driving across the country, looking for um, people doing a lot of stuff for other people with very little resources. So. Uh, if you'd like to donate to that, we'll put the link up after the show. Uh, but I mm-hmm. think it's, uh, what is it, Nation of Heroes fundraiser dot something? Yeah, actually, you can go to the, the Facebook pages, just facebook.com slash Nation of Heroes, and that'll take you to the info and all the links. Very easy, huh? Nation of Facebook.com slash Nation of Heroes. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we can always... Holy fruit the, salad. <laughs> Even if you got only you know five bucks to give, you know what? That five bucks helps. It really yeah, does. It's really yeah. it's it's really just us saying, "Hey, we're sick of the, the negative media. We want to make a, a really sweet movie that is not dry. It's going to be like mm-hmm. pretty much like uh, I don't know. What would you say it's going to be like? Inspiring. If you don't, it's you know at the end of the movie when the credits are rolling, and if you donate, you'll be in the credits. How's that? Um, yeah. If you're not sitting there inspired, if you're not going, I'm going to get up right now and I'm going to go do something good. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to get in touch with these people or I'm going to, you know, the people you meet on the in the movie. You know, it's 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 also going to have humor because we're funny people, aren't we, Zero? 
Well, I am. <laughs> Bugs, see, Bugs funny too, but only if he has a soundboard in front of him. Right? Bug doesn't, Bug doesn't you are funny. correct, sir. There you go. <laughs> he's, he's our robot. Um, oh. Speaking of funny, somebody won our. Uh, uh, um, oh. Yeah, we have a we have a game show on our radio show. We have. A, I was hoping called. This. What's it called, then? Dear God, what is that thing? Tell them about it, Zero. What's it about? Uh, it's an audio trivia show. It's You get to hear a noise, and it's going to be terrible. And you have to guess the... Well, usually you have to guess the actor and the movie, but sometimes we, you know, we tailor it custom for you. Sometimes it's a creature, and it's making some kind of freaky noise. I think one of the weeks it was the alien busting out of somebody's chest. That was pretty freaky. <laughs> um, right. Another week it was the the it was the O face guy from Office Space. <laughs> this one we oh. have this week. Oh, go ahead. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Great. But if you win, what do you get? Uh, you get a lock of Rock's hair and <laughs> one of her socks. No, you get. You get the, <laughs> You get to, I will actually I will shut up. I will shut up. <laughs> oh great. Now he's pouting in a corner. Um It doesn't work this way. You get to give us a line of text, but if you're if you're smart and you're creative like Moxie was, you can turn that line into a very, very long thing for us to read on the air. Um yeah. Separated by a lot of commas, damn it. But um <laughs> it works and uh we had somebody win two games and she didn't get to uh give us what she wanted us to uh read on the air, stop laughing because you gotta do this. But um we finally have to pay up this week and uh we do have a sound for you this week. No one's won it for the last three weeks, so this is week three. This is week this is week three? Yeah. We're gonna play that real quick first before we we pay back the other uh, uh, winner. So, so call in now or don't call in now. Don't call in now. You gotta call in within. We'll tell you when to call in. Right? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Can you do that one more time? Yes. Yeah. Talk like right <laughs> over it. Uh, That's such a good one. I can't believe nobody's gotten one. Okay. So um. So Alexandra, who Alejandra, actually, who uh, who won twice, uh, wanted um, me and Zero to sing something. So um, you go first. God damn it! <laughs> so wait, it had to be. Well, it was Disney, right? It has to be Disney. It has to be Disney or a, a, a kids uh, or a cartoon uh, um, theme song. You know what? I got a cartoon theme song for you. And it's also ahead. Disney. It's also Disney. Which well, I then didn't you win. But it is definitely Disney. You ready? I've I'm, I'm been ready, fool. I was born ready. Ready? Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Wah, wah, wah. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. They're even bouncing in your underwear. They're the gummy bears. 
I was just looking to go. I'm I'm here at work. Oh, uh, sitting against the dispatch radio. Uh, fortunately, tonight we don't have any emergencies, so I don't have to send the ambulance out or anything like that. Um, but it's been a busy week here at work. Uh, we had diabetic emergency, uh, heart attack, a few other things. So. But yeah. So I, I I don't just uh, you know look good on the internet. I actually do things here at work as well. <laughs> so. Hey Phil, hey Phil. Yes. What uh what are you wearing? What am I wearing? Uh, well, I've got this uh, little uh, black pants number with a, a French blue uh, shirt. It uh, buttons up and has the company logo on the left breast. Uh, unfortunately, when I say breasts, I don't mean man breasts because, you know, I, I have, you know, solid girls. Um, yeah, and uh, of course, my ever-present uh, beard. Wow, that's the best three words I've ever heard in a row, ever-present beard. Yeah, yep. I want to grow a beard just so I can say that. My team's still there because they're awfully quiet. EG, Spectre, you guys still there? I'm here. I told there, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Is there anything you'd like to sing? I don't really know we, anything. You don't know anything? The only cartoon that pops pops to my mind is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah! Turtle Power. There's that song that pops to mind for me. I swear to God, every single time we get together, the NYI, we we designate Ninja Turtles to each other. We are Ninja Turtles, (laughs) damn it. I'm pretty sure that that DG keeps getting Raphael. I'm pretty sure he keeps getting Raphael. (laughs) Ah. Fantastic. If you get Michelangelo, then then you know you know you're doing something wrong. Even oh, though I like Mike. That's Pizza. Spider. Oh. Spider is <laughs> clearly Michelangelo. Yeah, well, when it comes to Ninja Turtles, you know, as long as I'm not called April O'Neil or Splinter, I suppose that's okay. So. Yeah, I think yeah. Inspector would have to be Slash in Ninja Turtle if anybody knows. Turtles that <laughs> I, I don't even remember that one, you know. But then I, I was—I may have even been too old for Ninja Turtles, you know. <laughs> Which you is really the heavy no, he's never too old for Ninja Turtles. Oh, Flash by the way, Spectre, you've got to sing. Spectre's got to sing. <clears throat> oh no, I've got a head cold at the moment. I'll, I'll just be spraying mucus over the room, and uh, hey, it won't be a pretty I, had, I have horrible allergies, and I busted out with the gems. So no, no pathetic excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a Disney song. Oh, man, I, I had my whole show last week. I hugged the whole thing. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, he carried that show. I was there. Yeah, he did. He did. All right, all right. You get a pass for this time. Much appreciated. Um, well, we've, we've got 12 more minutes, less than 12, 11 minutes on the show. Should we get a caller for the, the um, if there is somebody who gets this right, that's great. Otherwise, yeah, you and I are safe for another week. Should I play again? Should we play it again? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I can't believe no one's got that one. That sounds like it's all good. It's it's all good. It's it's if you guys knew what it was, it's it's completely G rated, so it doesn't sound like it. Because it does Um, not sound G rated at all. It's it's totally deteriorated. Call in if you know it, because if you, sounds, you know what it sounds like. It, it sounds okay. like somebody is is dropping off the hot or is releasing the hostages. 
That's what it sounds like. You know, the first time I heard you say that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Release the hop. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> this show, we got we got really serious, and then they kind of uh, it's it's kind of falling apart at the end. But this is fun. You no, know, um, I think. I think it's a sign of either maturity or complete insanity to be able to segue back and forth between serious and not serious at the top, top of a dime. I'm leaning towards insanity. A little from column B, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, by the way, it's uh, Man in Black listening. I said I would I would send him a shout-out tonight. So he listened for a whole hour and, and 20 minutes to do that. Man so. in Black. That poor guy, um, he had to hear me babble for 30 minutes today, so... Yeah. That's terrible. Horrible. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Uh, so, Rock, do you want to you wanna, uh, give an announcement about a uh, possible new development next week? <clears throat> Is that about what I was just speaking about? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, you mean about our... Uh, our UK branch of the initiative? Yeah. See, if it wasn't that, I'd have screwed up big time. <laughs> no, it's... it's yeah, that, actually... Um... Yeah. We've been speaking with um, a really good guy for a while now. Um, many of you know him as... Uh, can I give that out? I just did, didn't I, huh? Earlier. Yeah, you did. It's cool. Yeah, I did. Whatever. Whatever. Let's just spill everything. Um, no, you know the what? man Seriously? in black. Okay, so here's the thing. In order to get a branch of the initiative, it has to be unanimous. It has to be completely unanimous within the initiative. If you get one, that means every single person in the initiative is down with you. And that's pretty much how it's shaping up to be, so there's no problem with us announcing it. I mean, it's pretty clear. The kid is, and I'm not, I'm, I say kid just because he's a little younger than me. I would say kid. I would say kid for like a 30-year-old person. Um <laughs> the dude, the dude is he's 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 fresh. He's with it, like he's he's down to do anything he can to help people. It's, it's really cool. Uh, him and the people that he's working with are just very committed. Like they're into doing everything they can. It's, it's, once they get within, I can't imagine once they get within the initiative collective section, the kind of ideas that they're going to bounce around because they're just like you can see they're driven, man. They they want it. They want to get out there. They want to do something. <clears throat> it's inspiring for us old heads, honestly. It's it's really cool, and I think that that's cool about how the entire initiative collective feeds each other. Is that you know we have the older guys and the newer guys, and as the newer guys come in, the older guys get revitalized because they see all this drive and they remember what that felt like. And just by communicating with the younger guys, you kind of keep the drive, so we all keep going. We have to feed ourselves, you know what I mean? So, right. You must be the initiative. Okay, and the cool thing about a lot of these people that, that you know, start their own branches, that they've been doing this kind of work on their own um, for years already, and um, they just were, I guess, attracted to the way the initiative runs. Um, so you're right, we do get revitalized. We get excited because it's a new person that we get to pick on um, in the initiative. That's that's really it, isn't it? It's that we get to, you know... New guys. Just get them in there and slap them around. It's really, you know. Yeah, and they have to bake for us and send us all food. 
um, if they want to get in. That's a requirement. That's important. It is. No, it is. If you guys want to, yeah. when you guys are listening, ever want to branch, I think uh, Rock's thing is uh, brownies. I get the cookies. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Temper gets peanut brittle. Uh, I don't know. We'll make a list for you guys. We'll get it to you. Ira gets anything made with beer. Ira is beer. <laughs> yeah, and bacon. And what? <laughs> and bacon. And bacon. <laughs> That's old school. Beer and bacon. He likes that. There's actually a recipe for um, a beer that or uh, bacon that's candied in beer somehow. That is what? terrifying and delicious. Um, there's, there's. I have to find this. Wait, I think we have a caller. We have a caller. Inspectors. We lost him and he's back. Oh. Sure. Yeah, he gave up on you because you embarrassed him, and then he came back, and, and that's where that he is right now. Actually, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I couldn't stay away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll come back eventually. All right. Well, uh, I guess nobody's going to call in to guess this since most of our listeners. No, we're safe. We're safe for another week. Hey, hey, can I guess? Seeing as I just called in. That's actually, I think you can. Does that make sense? See, because it it sounded to me like a quote from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes! You are correct, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I didn't recognize you. Wait, okay, if you're you're from the same place. I don't like things that anyone else likes. Is that that cheating if you're British and they're British and... And Don't do that. Kind of like isn't it? Rock, you embarrass <laughs> us all. Don't do that. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> that, was pretty good. That, was, that was me too, right? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Now, he wins. So, Spectre, you know what you get to do? You get to think of more embarrassing things for Zero and I to do on the air. I know Fantastic. <laughs> Yay. We're going to have a few I'm days excited. to think of something horrific. Yeah, until next week. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> Thanks. That's great. Thank you. I hate you all. Thank you so much. Well, you know, we've only got a few minutes left, but is there anything that anybody wants to plug, anything that anybody's got going on that they need to uh, tell us about for the upcoming week? Or uh, Real quick, I want to I wanna put the, again, okay. I want to put the word out there that we are still trying to put together uh, a charity album of really good uh, covers or originals. Anything you want to put in for an album that we're going to put out for charity, uh, get it into us. Uh, just email us at initiativecollective. Uh, it's initiativecollective at gmail.com. Again, that's initiativecollective at gmail.com. All one word? Yep, initiativecollective. Okay. Yep. Um, just email us. Uh, if you have questions, go ahead and ask us. Uh, it's going to be a one-time use thing for just the album. It's not going to be a, a further use thing, so it's just going to be this, and it's all going to charity. Every cent that doesn't cover, it doesn't go back and cover uh, the making of the CDs is going to be put to a charity of everyone's unanimous choice. So we're going to try and make it easy and kind of like just make a section, maybe on Facebook or something, where we all kind of like talk about it, whatever we want to put our, our charity money to, but... I think if we put together a solid album, we can make it dent something. I don't know, something. Um, I think at this point we could probably put together a couple solid albums. 
So that's exciting. Yeah. No, I think I think we could put together at least one super super solid al- album that could go that could go far. Um, we have a lot of pretty solid tracks, but I think some needs polishing, and I think that we could get people from outside to to give in more stuff. So if people love the initiative and you love what we do, and you want to put something to charity. Here's your way to do it. I think everyone who's creative should find a way to take their creativity and help the world. It's kind of a very Da Vinci thing to do, and I'm not talking about you know, Da Vinci's weapons and stuff. It's just it's a, it's a pragmatic thing to do. If you if you have this this life in you, you have this art. I think you owe it to I don't know, call it the universe. You owe it to humanity to give something back. You know? But personal choice. If you don't feel like it, it's cool. We're just just know we'll put it together. It's going to be pretty badass. Yep. Yeah, well, Zero, you know what it's like to not listen to your creative muses. They get really loud. They yeah. smack the back of the head, they're don't not, they? They're not happy. They're not happy. Okay. So that's it. Um, Bug, if you want to play us out, we're, uh, we're going to end the show. But, yeah, uh, tune in next week when our, our guest is, uh, is Dick Clark's ghost. And um, we're going to have a nice long talk with his ghost. I'm sure he has a lot of fun stuff to tell us about Bob Hope. And thank, thank you, New York Initiative. Thank you, Dark Guardian Inspector yeah. and Zero for uh, being here. And, and uh, thank you, Silver, for calling in and for Ottawa Cobra for calling in earlier and giving us a, a thank. That was really nice of him. Yep. Thanks, guys. And happy birthday, Justin. Yeah, happy birthday, Justin. Have a good night, guys. I think that's the worst thing I've ever heard.